Bangarang Radio, Bangarang Radio, BangarangRadio.com. I'm going out, I gotta go, I'll Bangarang on the radio, so turn it up, I'm telling you, I think I'm ready for something new. Hey, hello, it's nice to meet ya, hey, come in and have a slice of pizza. Listening to Pop Punk and Pizza with Jacques Lamour. I feel like I'm going to be sniff- <laughs> sniffing up a storm in the beginning of this episode. I'm so sorry. I just went for a walk, and it's a little, little cold outside. It's starting to be that time of the year, right? It's no longer like fall, fall. It's like fall, winter-ish. Because yeah, what? Uh, I'm recording this on the 23rd. So that means, yeah, we're less than a month away from it officially being winter, which I'm not keen on thinking about. So let's let's just gloss over that. Thank you so much for being here. I got a great show for you today. Um, but before we get to our guest, I want to uh, remind you to vote for your favorite song from the 10 songs for November 2020 episode of Pop Punk and Pizza. And you can vote by going to the Pop Punk and Pizza community Facebook group, and you'll see all the choices there listed for you. So you can vote for Look What Happened by Millington and Half Past Two, The First Thing by Glimmers, Words That Rhyme with Liar Rematch, Turn Down the Radio, Hiding from Humans, Save Me, Roderick, Ghost of Saturday Night, which is Boy Blue featuring Jarrett Reddick, September Sky by the MSGs, Playing House by Maple Hill, Give It Up by Frontside, and Liquor and High by The Dooms. So pick uh, whichever song is your favorite song for the month of uh, November, and uh, whichever song you end up picking, or I should say, whichever song ends up with the most votes is going to stay on the Pop Punk and Pizza Spotify playlist for the month of December. So it'll stay on another whole month because right now all those songs are on the Pop Punk and Pizza podcast Spotify playlist. So make sure you get those votes in and uh, we'll find out here in like, what, about a week or less than a week on what song has the most votes. So that's the uh, Pop Punk and Pizza community Facebook group. Make sure you join that if you haven't done so already. So getting to today's guests, uh, we are talking to McKenna from Chicago Not the whole band, but almost the whole band. I got to talk to Andre, Steven, and Dom, or Dominic. Everyone calls him Dom for short, from McKenna. And they just released a brand new single called Habitual, which really has a deep meaning behind it. And we touch on that in this conversation. And we also talk about the time about a year ago, or about two years ago, actually, that they played inside of a Wendy's restaurant. Yeah, it it actually happened. And maybe you remember this happening because it was uh, quite, quite big news. Something that went viral, like alternative press covered it and shared it everywhere. And I believe a bunch of other rock um, media covered it as well. So let's get to my conversation with Dom, Andre and Steve of McKenna. So 
So yeah, welcome, uh, Stephen, Dom, and Andre of McKenna. We might have some of the uh, other members joining us here soon, Joey and Richard. Um, how are you guys doing tonight? Doing all right. Doing all right. I'm all right. You gotta all be. Ex- right. You gotta be excited. It's like Christmas Eve for you guys right now because you got your you know brand new single dropping. Oh. Yeah. Pumped, <laughs> <laughs> <Bumped>, man. <True. laughs> no, no. New stuff coming soon, bro. I want to hear a good Hulk Hogan. Yeah, brother. You know, <laughs> you're the boiling point, brother. <laughs> <laughs> oh man (laughs) well um it is great to have you guys here and actually by the you know by the time this podcast is out um it's habitual right Mm -hmm. okay habitual is going to be out everywhere um and there's a a great um meaning behind this single and i'm i'm so glad that you guys are are you know not, not that this subject isn't talked about all over the country but um especially with the pandemic going on uh numbers uh for this subject in particular have actually gone up i know in the uh, county i live um our coroner has been talking about the the overdose numbers are skyrocketing uh it's it's literally like a pandemic among itself for for overdoses um on opioids on opioids Mm -hmm. which is what habitual is about so um how how did you end up being like you know what we're we're gonna do this single about um opioids uh i i guess what's the what's your personal connection to the uh the opioids the the um that's like i said that's almost a uh epidemic in itself Mm-hmm. So um I don't I don't want to get I don't want to get too deep into that um but I I had a struggle with with that substance for a long time and I've since put it behind me and all that and I'm it's, it'll be 8 years in January since I've touched any of that. Congratulations and, man. Thank that's, you man. That's great. And thank you man and you know just coming off of that shit like it's just not easy like a lot of people don't make it out of that. And um, I've lost a couple of really good friends from that. And my fiance has lost a lot of really good people from that. So I figure, and, you know, I didn't dive too deep into any of that on our last EP. And I never really dived into it on any of the other music that I've been a part of. So I really wanted to capture that and kind of share my experience. It's still like, it brought up a lot of like new, like old feelings since I'd kind of like, put that behind me and having to dive back into it and write about it. It's like, it brought up a lot of familiar feelings and it's like, I still have a lot of, I still have a lot of, you know, I'm still on my own recovery, you know? Right. And yeah. that never stops, you know? So it's a, it's a habitual thing. Like you always kind of come back to it, whether you're one day sober or almost 10 years sober, you know? And I just think that it's just not, especially like you mentioned with the pandemic, it's just not talked about a lot anymore because there's so many other things going on. And I don't want people to lose sight of the fact that this is still happening in our country. This is still happening all over the world. And these are horrible, horrible substances that people, you know, they get into, whether it's because they were on a prescription that ran out and the, and their doctor didn't give them anything to wean them off of it. So they found something on the street to kind of get them all out of that withdrawal, or they're looking to numb themselves or some in some way, or they're just looking for the next thing, you know? So I don't know. I just wanted to, we wanted to bring shed light on that and we really wanted to make that known and have that talked about again. 
Uh, Stephen or Andre, either of you have any personal connection with opioids or any personal stories you want to share? Um, yeah, it wasn't to me personally, but uh, we had this regular customer. I used to I used to work at a Starbucks a few years back, and we used to have this regular customer come in, and he was the sweetest man of all time. But he was every, like, we would so I, and. Uh, I'm sorry. He would come in like a couple times a day, like a couple times a week. And I was always like wondering why I didn't see him like every day. So I kind of talked to him and he told me he was struggling with his opioids thing. And it was from like, it was uh, over the counter is what he got addicted to is something that it was just like, it was prescribed to him by the doctors and it ended up screwing with him more than it helped him. And so since then, and just seeing, I don't know, I, you know, he came, I worked there for a few years. So I saw him three, four times a week for probably two, three years. So I got really close with him because he would spend all day there. Uh, just to get there, he would get his giant 30-ounce pee and sit in the corner and read. And every once in a while, come up for a refill and we would just chat. And that's how we got talking so much. And so like when I heard about how much he struggled on a daily basis to where he couldn't even make it to work just because of how bad his withdrawals were, uh, it, that just, it just broke my heart because I really cared for him. Yeah, that that's that's hard when when you see someone, even someone that you may not know as well as a, a family member, uh, mm-hmm. even <clears throat> excuse me, just knowing them from from your job and them being a customer, like it it, it really does it yeah. really does impact you. Um, Andre, how about you? Um, I actually personally, I don't have any like actual personal stories, but I have seen enough of my friends, um, go through with the pain that, that comes with like being around that kind of stuff and losing friends like back and forth. Um, uh, I don't know. I've just seen, I've, I've seen, I've definitely seen it like a lot around and yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I can't, I don't, I don't, I don't have too much of like my personal, uh, of a personal touch to, to add, sure, I guess. Sure. Of course. Yeah. I mean, your connection with, with, uh, you know, Dom is enough. Um, right. I mean, he, uh, has the, you know, the firsthand experience, uh, with it. And D- Dominic, what I was thinking when, when you were first telling me this, um, what, what's something I know you're saying it's, it's not talked about a lot right now because of, you know, the COVID-19 pandemic, um, and it's obviously something that's very hard to talk about. Um, but what's something that people can do to help or something that's not being done that should be done in in your opinion, having you know gone through this experience and and continuing to go through this experience? I think that the the entire mantra, behind what an addict is and at least in this country because in other countries they treat it like it's a chemical imbalance which it totally is and but they're they're criminalized for it instead of you know if you have possession of something i mean oregon or i think it's washington or oregon right now is is they just decriminalized everything so they're making good steps i think in that but i think ultimately like if you're pulled over by a police officer and you have the substance on you well now you're going to jail and you have no rehabilitation. Like you're just going straight there with all the withdrawals that you may have. And uh, I think it should be treated more like a, if you're, I think it should be treated like you have a chemical imbalance, we need to treat that. And then we can rehabilitate you back to where you wanna be and continue the treatment. I don't have any, I don't have a lot of great ideas for that. Just cause I, there's people who are more educated than me that know more about that. 
So I don't want to, you know, put something out there that may not be beneficial, but I, I think that people should start seeing addicts as not criminals, but people who just need help. Like, cause yeah, it does start with a choice to start doing that stuff. I think to some degree, but once it, once the chemical imbalance is there, it's, it's, it's really hard to undo all that and to go forward living with that chemical imbalance and then eventually gets back to normal, but not quite the same, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's as, um, it's as simple as you took to compare it to someone that that's never had to struggle with any kind of addiction. It's almost like, let's say, um, coffee at Starbucks, you know, getting your coffee every day at Starbucks. Um, mm-hmm. you're, you're being told that you can no longer do that every day because it's bad for your health, or maybe you just can't afford it anymore, but you you're having a hard time giving it up because mm-hmm. you've been doing that thing for, you've been getting Starbucks or, you know, Starbucks every single day for like, you know, the last five years. Right. And all of a sudden now you got to give it up. Mm-hmm. You know, and so you're you're finding it hard to go through a whole week of of giving up. I, you know, it might sound silly, but it's just like a you know, I don't no, know. I mean, a it's, little... it's, a, it's 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 like a perfect analogy. I mean, obviously, like the withdrawals and stuff are different, but like you are chemically dependent. If, if you're somebody that that has that coffee all day long, you are chemically dependent on caffeine. It's the same thing with soda. It's the same thing with monsters. It's the same thing with all that stuff. When it yeah. comes to caffeine and sugar, people are codependent on that and if you took that away from somebody who relies on that for their diet chemical imbalance so right and it doesn't even have to be a substance it can just be right. a habit it mm-hmm. that and the habit doesn't necessarily have to be attached to a drug right. of any kind it's like it's like quitting smoking you have the hand to mouth motion and that's that could be biting your nails that could be biting this like sounds gross but it could be biting the skin off of your thumbs you know mm-hmm. it's that hand to mouth motion it's like you know, I quit smoking a long time ago for the most part. And like, I smoke this thing and I'm, it's always back and forth. And if I'm not doing that, I got a drink in my hand. If I'm not doing that, I'm eating something, you know, it's always, and that's another part of it. So, yeah, always, <laughs> always having to, to have something to do. I don't know what, you know. I don't know what to do with my hands. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 That's, that's what she said. Um, <laughs> um so um, really looking forward to uh, actually hearing Habitual, even though, like I said, by the time this podcast released, it uh, it's it's going to be out and everything like that. Um, and uh, is it anything else you want to uh, talk about with that single, guys? I mean, I know it's going to be available on all streaming platforms, I assume. Yeah, my brain is move. My brain is moving at like two miles an hour right now. I hear you. I'm, I'm the, I'm feeling the same way. Even the gears time. are really turning. Yeah. We're, we're, we're getting old. We're getting old. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Oh, I, you know, I will ask, is there any, are you guys um, trying to raise any funds or anything like that for um, charities that help people with any type of substance abuse or um, addiction of any kind? Is there anything attached to the single like that? Not for this release. Um, but I think that that's something that we need to consider in the long run. I think that's something that we should, we always try to be charitable. We always try to, I mean, we, we hardly would ever turn out a charity show. 
of any kind back when shows were a thing. That's what and, I, that's how I met you guys. <laughs> yeah. For the Allison cares foundation, which we want to, yeah. I, I, I'd like to set something up for that, but we didn't really, we didn't, we didn't think too that far ahead. We just were like, let's get this out and all that. And in hindsight, we should have thought about something like that. And I think we will do something like that in the future. Mm-hmm. It's just not for this current one. Um, sure. But yeah, I'd like to, I'd like to figure out how to do something like that, how to raise money for Allison Cares Foundation, for Narcotics Anonymous, for, for different nonprofits that are helping out with that. Sure. Yeah, that would be, that would be great. And I'm sure they'd greatly appreciate that. So um, thank you guys for, you know, putting this single out and, and bringing awareness about something that's not being talked about enough, you know? So um, I, I feel like, especially with the pandemic, the, you're hearing people talk about obviously COVID, but people are also talking about like mental health, which is mm-hmm. also very, very important. Um, but, and, and of course, um, you know, the, the opioid crisis goes right along with that though. Mm-hmm. So it's the isolation, man, I swear. It's like, you can't out and talk to anybody in person and get the help, but you can get professional help. I mean, I'm sure it's just like, that's now you got to jump through even more hurdles just to do that. You know, right? it's just a very weird time. I mean, I can't even imagine right now what it would be like to have to be going through the addiction part of everything right now, you know, and I, it's like, I, I'm so grateful that not grateful that I went through it at all, but I'm grateful that I went through it when I did and not like right now, you know, Mm -hmm. it's, it's almost more of a chore to still get help than it is to just continue, which not condoning that by any means, just want to put that out there, but it just, it seems like it's so much harder now to get help because of what's going on with COVID. Yes. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed, man. Um, on a lighter note, um, I, uh, I was, when I was preparing for this interview, I realized I was like, wait a minute, isn't McKenna was the band or one of the bands that performed at Wendy's like a year ago. And I haven't <laughs> talked, I haven't talked to you guys since then. And I haven't heard you guys tell that story. I mean, I know oh, obviously alternative <laughs> press, you know, alternative press did a story on it. And I remember, I think even one of you guys sent me an email about it, tr- uh, trying to see if you could get on the podcast to talk about it. Uh, the stars just didn't line up at that time. Um, mm. But I got to hear, now I got to hear the story full hand. So, uh, or firsthand, um so this happened i think it was like the, the beginning of 2019 right yeah it was while it was while we were on our our uh, uh we were we were on a week long tour with um with our friends in capital vices and i got capital sick. vices and i got i got sick on the road so like the first few days i oh, was like nice. out of he's it. wearing a shirt yeah. right and i <laughs> ended up promo. having and at some point we were in Tennessee and I'm like kind of getting better, but kind of not, but whatever. I, I have like the shits, like the whole time. Ooh, dude, yeah, that's, so I, I had that's to, the worst. Getting dude, the yeah, shits to, on the we road. Had, we, we had to stop like at least every half hour. Cause I just like, I had the runs. I had to fucking go. And this was, this happened to be one of those times where in Knoxville, we're heading towards Nashville for our next show. And of course I had to take a shit real bad. So we made everyone get off the highway. We pulled up to this Wendy's and I just, I just immediately like ran to the bathroom and God knows how long I was in there, maybe like 10 minutes or something. And once when I get out, 
I was just so fucking flustered at like the sight that I was seeing. I get out of the bathroom and I just see everyone like loading all of their shit into the Wendy's, like all of the gears being rolled in, drums are getting rolled in, amps are being rolled in. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And I was told, Andre, there's no time to explain. Just go get your stuff and set up right now. And I'm like, got it. Cool. (laughs) So it turns out that, um, that Richard uh, actually made a joke um, with the manager because this Wendy's was like really spacious, like it was a really big Wendy's, massive. Um, like, and 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 he was like, "Oh, it would be really funny if we like played a set in here." And she was like, "Oh yeah, do it." And he was like, "But I was actually just kidding." And she said, "No, really, just do it." Like, and so fuck it, we actually did it, and uh, yeah, it turns out that yeah, it turns out that she actually like had the same birthday as me, and like she was going through a breakup that week too. Oh so my god! She, like, so she like she apparently like just send, like bro, yeah, she was just like fully send it and we ended up playing like two songs and there were like a few people like in the cafe, like as we were playing um, and there were people still <laughs> riding through drive through. Oh oh some of the crew were like, some of the, the workers were like going into it too. Like they were moshing like in the kitchen and shit. And it was really <laughs> funny. Um, but yeah. And that's how that happened. And then and what time of day was this? Like this was I was at night. Yeah, it was like nine at night. It was right was before it the doors, like they locked the doors, but like kept the drive-through going. But they like locked the cafe doors while the Capital Vices was playing. <laughs> oh, that's so good. Yeah, man. Um, Got so, a lot of trouble for that. <laughs> I was gonna say. So, were there any repercussions for uh, that Wendy's? Um. She got she was on like a paid suspension for three days or something. Yeah. Wow. Like like it was her birthday weekend anyway. So like she got a, a she got paid to be off for the yeah. weekend. Yeah, but <laughs> hey, however, the good. actual Wendy's on Twitter, they were pretty big fans of it. They actually tweeted at us like twice about it. Um, yeah, because they love uh they love roasting pop punk and emo and post hardcore bands. So it's the best. <laughs> I hope I but I they hope we get roasted. Roast us. I remember what they said. They said Dewey Cox would be proud. <laughs> and they yeah, also yeah. oh, and they also said open up the square pit. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Open up the square pit. God, that's great. <laughs> oh my god. It's too good. So oh, literally, uh, Richard just made a joke. Ah, you know, what if we played a show in here? And then, you know, See, Richard's very charming. Uh, he is. Okay. He is so charming. charming. He really has a way with words with people. Like he has a way with it, women. It's, dude. it's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> he really does. So yeah, no, I bet you. Like he probably was trying to be joking, but he was actually like charming her into letting us do it. <laughs> Probably. Um, do you remember her name? Do you keep in contact with her at all? Any of you? Oh man, I forgot her name, and I don't know. I don't remember. Mm, I'm terrible with names. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, we we talked about that earlier. Yeah. So, Miss Wendy's manager, if you happen to be listening, if you let us play in your establishment in 2019, uh, hit us up. <laughs> we want to give you like the credit you deserve for that. And we still want to give you like a merch bundle or something like 
Yeah, yeah. we could probably just Google it. Who's who's the Wendy's manager at Knoxville Wendy's or something? I don't know. I feel like we could call. <laughs> like I feel, you, feel you like could, we should just call. Yeah, something. Right. And uh, yeah, um, and figure out who it was that uh, you know that let that, <laughs> let that show happen. Um, that would just be funny if you know when touring does resume you call that location back or you email them and be like, yeah, we were that band that played here um, a couple of years ago and uh, we're circling back through. <laughs> Wanted to know if we could play again. <laughs> you know, we should, we should That'd be tight or just do like, you know, um, a full blown, like fast food tour. And you could do like all the chains, all the different fast food chains. You know, you could hit up Taco Bell and, you know, all those. Have a grand finale at Waffle House. (laughs) Yeah, a grand finale. Throw down at Waffle House, man. (laughs) Find find the band that played at a Denny's and have them. We just open up for them at Denny's. Dude, we we should try hitting up that that band that played at Denny's and tour with them. (laughs) Oh, yeah, dude. I wonder if that band's still around. Real quick. I wonder if that band's still around. They have. Yeah, to wasn't be. that wasn't that video from like how old even is that video? That was from like I years ago. I have no ago. idea. I feel like I think that video was from like 2011 or something. Yeah. Oh, was it 2011? And then it just like surfaced, and it just like randomly surfaced like a few years ago, and that then everyone was like crazy about it or something. Wow. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So 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 how long of a set did both of you guys play that night? Capital Vices and just two songs. Okay. I'd say like 10 minutes each or something. Mm -hmm. (laughs) The weirdest thing. Did did it cure your shits, Andre? No. (laughs) No. And then we drank a lot afterwards and that didn't help you. I was going to say, yeah. Yeah, he did that that wrong there. Um, And so... Did you guys have, were you on your way to another show at that time? I'm trying to remember what you said earlier or were you? On yeah, your we, uh, we were on our way to Nashville cause we had a show out there the day after. So we were trying to get there like the night before, but then the Wendy's thing happened. And then we ended up going to this bar down the street and we actually ended up running into this group of guys that literally passed by that Wendy's as we were playing and they bought all of the shots and we ended yep. up just like crashing at the Walmart parking lot that was down the street. Dude, <laughs> man, if that doesn't, yeah. sc- if that doesn't scream like DIY tour, I don't know what does. Yeah, Honestly. We, got, we got shit faced at the bar and then we spent the night in the Walmart parking lot, man. <laughs> yeah, that was that a is, wild night. Yeah, that was a good night. That was a really oh good night. Gosh. And like you could smoke in this bar too, because it was like, it was like between... Uh, it was like between Kentucky and and Nashville, Tennessee. So it's like right in the mountain range, right there. Right. So they just didn't care if you smoked in there. And I remember that Andre, you got pulled you got pulled away by two girls to go play darts, and you didn't know what was happening. No, he was oh, so man. terrified. It was hysterical. <laughs> terrified. I wasn't terrified, but I was dating someone at the time, and I was like, oh, oh. yeah. <laughs> I was like, I don't want this. <laughs> yeah, I hope she me. doesn't. Like, no, 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 no. I'm, I'm taken. I hope no one finds out about this. Oh my gosh, he was a good oh, boy. Geez. He didn't do nothing. Mm-mm. I'm a good boy. <laughs> Who's a good boy? You want to go outside? Oh, I was gonna yeah. say, you want to go outside? You want a treat? <laughs> oh. oh, now my dog's all fucking ears are all perked up. 
He's a dusty boy. He's a dusty boy. Oh, oh man. Um, yeah. So that's like that's like your guys's peak. Like, where do you go from here now? You played, you know, you played a Wendy's, and where do you go from there? I mean. Nothing. Yeah. We disband. Call it We're quits. Done. <laughs> We're done. We all we all start separate vaporwave projects. <laughs> I, moved, I moved to the mountains and started an alpaca farm. There you go. There you go. I you know, play guitar and start playing trombone. You're gonna play in a ska band. Probably. <laughs> I'll, I'll join your ska band. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was going to say, I will join your ska band too if uh, if you need uh, more members. Idea. Probably McKenna do. breaks up. <laughs> Idea. McKenna breaks up right now, and we all start a ska band right now. <laughs> there is a ska revival going on right now. There's oh, yeah. There it's, is indeed. Ska is very, uh, if you ask me, it's very big right now. So, yeah. Um, and I'm a, I'm a big ska fan. I've been a fan of ska all my life. Um, what what other genres are you guys into? I mean, obviously, uh, McKenna isn't. You know, uh, you're you have some influence of pop punk in your music, but it's it's obviously, um, you know, more of the. I mean, I don't know what you guys use yourself as a label. I would say more on like the post hardcore side. I don't I don't know. Um, you know, I'm obviously a, a pop punk guy, so I'm I'm not so much an I'm not so much an expert in everything else, you know, um, as I am with uh with pop punk. But um but yeah, what else do you guys uh you know get into? Um it's funny because my growing up, I was a huge Red Hot Chili Peppers fan and Guns N' Roses fan. Nice. And then I eventually branched off and then I eventually like branched off into like more pop punk. Um. Uh, shit. I don't know. Uh, I love. I love Ellie Golding. <laughs> yeah, dude. I'm just. Gonna, I'm just gonna. Start I love naming, Ellie I'm Golding start, too. I'm just gonna start naming like random shit that I listen to. Um, Circus Survive, Poppy, um, uh, Shrezers, uh, uh, Story So Far. Um, um. Okay, I'm. I'm. I'm losing my train of thought a bit. <laughs> Honestly, uh, not a bad list. No, not at all. Yeah, I was gonna say that's a pretty that's a pretty good list. Royal Coda. Royal Coda's dope. Um Sayozen, Silverstein. <laughs> there you go. Uh, my brain's it's working just, really hard. You guys gotta answer became, some two. Three gears. Three gears. It's just became the all the bands that Andre knows show. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. I, I wish I was counting because I don't know where he left off because this could be a thing now. Maybe we could make it in the the uh what's the, Guin- the Guinness <laughs> the Guinness World Record book or whatever for how many band names were listed in a on a podcast. Oh shit. I listed <laughs> like five and then i short-circuited so i don't know it wasn't that impressive <laughs> how, about, how about you steve five bands <laughs> how about you steve what what are some other uh genres or artists that you you get into or that inspire you so i started off uh blink 182 is the band that like got me into music and so like i've been pop punk pretty much from the start but nice. i've actually been like branching more into like i don't know i guess like I guess a uh, swan core, I guess, as you say, like, swan core. Yeah. Like all the stuff that kind of sounds like dance, Gavin dance kind of style that okay. heavy, heavy alternative experimental stuff. Mm-hmm. Like I love a lot like birds um, dance, obviously. And then 
I don't know, but I've been listening to that and I've been listening to a lot of pretty lights. I don't know. It's just, just like an instrumental, not even, not a, not instrumental. Cause they have some lyrics and some songs, but just like super groovy, like lo-fi in a way, but it's like upbeat, lo-fi, funky stuff. Nice. Okay, cool. How about you, Dom? Um, I've been jamming the changes album from Justin Bieber now for a, for a minute. Like, I love that. I can't record, tell. Dude. I can't tell if so you're being good. serious. I'm being so serious. Oh, like yeah. I'm, I'm so, I know it looks, I'm smiling. I know it looks like I'm kidding, but like, I'm not like, I love that. <laughs> um, I love Justin Bieber. And then I like, uh, I like Ariana Grande's new record too, a lot. Cause she's a fucking fantastic vocalist, man. She's awesome. I haven't uh, listened to it in full. I've just, you know, I've just heard the the singles so far because we we play them at the radio station I work for, um, as well as obviously Justin Bieber, all of his latest singles too. And I will say, I think "Lonely" is a super impressive song. Yeah, for um, sure. That's probably the the deepest I've ever heard him go on on some or maybe not well the deepest or, or more so like the most uh like truthful like just yeah. kind of like i don't know to me it sounded like he was really speaking from the heart on that one i don't know if he's the complete lyricist behind that song but it definitely sounds like he is so well i i just think i think his metamorphosis is just really interesting because he started off as like this teeny bobber which the songs are, I mean, you listen to his, you listen to that, the, I think it's like one or like baby or like whatever the, whatever record that baby's on, it's really cringy. It's kind of like Rebecca Black, like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yes, yes. It is kind of like that, except he can actually sing really well. He can, I was going to say, he can sing very well on like Rebecca Black. <laughs> yeah. And then you get into like purpose and then changes like his, his writing and his approach to the way he's, he's singing the songs and he's really, he's a, uh, it's I can't think of the word, but it's the way the lyrics are coming through. It's just he's grown a lot. And I think that he's he's always going to have baby follow him everywhere. And it's always going to put a damp on his overall musicianship. But I think he's a fantastic musician. Also grew up in front of like everybody like that's hard. Like that's super difficult. So I think he's great. And then I've also been listening to the new Slaves record, which is really good. And uh, a lot of Odessa, a lot of Pretty Lights. Okay. Yeah. Katy Perry's new album is a bop too. Is it really? I was gonna. I say, I, that's another record I still haven't listened all the way through because I love Katy Perry. I only, I only like listen to it. I only listened through it once, but it's a fucking bop. I have to listen through it again. Yeah. So I, right, cool. <laughs> I was meaning to listen to that actually. We, I recommend. Get in my way, man. I want to apologize to you guys um, because you might lose a lot of your fan base after they hear this podcast and are like, they, they're big fans of Justin Bieber and Gary. <laughs> like, that's okay. Screw these guys. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> at, that point, at, that, at that point, I would be like, did you listen to changes? Did you listen to purpose? Like, just oh, give it a shot. Hasley. That's a big one I've been listening to a lot of. Who? Who's that? Hasley. Halsey. Or Halsey? Yeah. Halsey. Halsey. Okay, I was going to say, <laughs> I was like, he said Hasley, and I'm like, does he mean Halsey? I, I was did. like, I want, okay. Because I mean, I, there could vary. There probably is a Hasley, honestly. I wouldn't be. There actually surprised. is because uh, I found her like a really long time ago on Spotify. She had one song out, and that was it. No, oh, okay. So <laughs> there you go. She does exist. Yeah. Uh, Hasley and, and Halsey, they should do a tour together when this is all over with. 
um that would uh that would make for quite uh quite the tongue twister people would be like wait is that halsey playing with halsey like i'm confused <laughs> what is they should this? just call it the confused tour you figure it out <laughs> <laughs> that's the tag that's the the subtitle you figure it out you figure out who's going on first we don't know <laughs> confusion you figure it out <laughs> oh man well, let's see. It's uh, 8.15 and still no Richard or Joey. So, I mean, um, I think... A little sad. Yeah. <laughs> but, little hey, sad. but hey, I'm, I, this, is, this has been fun, you know, talking with you guys and catching up. Um, it was... I'm, I'm just uh, sad that um, it took this long to, to reconnect from meeting you at uh, Snooze Fest in, in 20. 19. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Happy to be here, man. Thank you for having us on. Yeah, yeah of course. Yeah, really, man. So besides Habitual, uh, your latest single being available everywhere, what's, what are some other things uh, that you want to let everyone know about uh, that's, you know, coming up or et cetera? We can't say too much yet about what's going to come after. Um, I can tell you that there is more, obviously. And uh, just keep it all lookout on our band page. And I think that uh, when it comes to Habitual, I think people are going to really, I hope people really vibe with it because I think it blends our new sound and our old sound really tastefully. Mm-hmm. Like there's a lot of familiarity in there, but at the same time, there's definitely the, the show, the evolution, the evolution of the band shows like the <clears> next, <throat> the next chapter shows through, which is really nice. So I, just, I like, I I just... like to blend. Yeah, I was just thinking too that um that Snooze Fest where I met you guys, that was actually your CD release too, mm-hmm. wasn't it? For uh Correct. for your EP. That's right. Yeah. I completely and... forgot about that until now. Yeah, and uh methane um definitely has has a different sound to it uh than than that EP. Yeah, that that one's definitely that one's one of my favorites of the ones of the, out of every song that that's going to come out. Like I'm really, I still don't think methane's like one of the top for me. Mm-hmm. It's a great song. I, I, Thank you. Uh, I enjoyed Thank it. You, man. I was, yeah. You're welcome. I enjoyed something, it. Uh, listening to yeah. it earlier. Yeah. Something that I, that, um, that I kind of hope that people kind of get out of once when the whole EP is out is that I hope that people just generally learn to have a little bit more compassion to one another especially in times like this, like through the pandemic, through, you know, everyone is struggling with, with mental illness and what other issues, I don't know, but the point is everyone, everyone is really struggling. So like, and, and I feel like a lot of the songs, like they really, they really dig deep um, into a lot of like our experiences and like, it's just a lot of like raw emotion that kind of poured out with this. So that's kind of something that I hope that people kind of get out of it after it's all said and done. And when everything's out, I just hope that there's, uh, there was some writing done on, you know, the time where you kept shitting your pants all the way to the Wendy's. And I hope I could honestly say that we have enough material to probably have another two EPs after this. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, we no. There's a lot of material that we've had like sitting on like over the last year. Um, so yeah, there's and after this, we we've already have like a lot of songs that we're pumping out. Like once when all this is done, 
So awesome. Well, I mean, now is the perfect time to write because you know, yeah, you can only do what, so much. What else, right. What else can we do? You know, yeah. it's, you, live live streams only go so far, you know. So right. Um, I mean, it's it's the same venue. So you you know, if you're gonna do a bunch of them around the same time, you have to make each one different in order for it to, you know. Right. Yeah. So, but, um, but yeah, I look forward to, uh, to hearing more and, um, I'm really glad, uh, really glad we can do this. What are your, uh, plug your socials too. And, and, uh, I, if you guys have a, a website as well. Oh, um, you um, can find, um, everything at Meta, pretty much everything is McKenna band. So like Instagram, Facebook, Twitter is all at McKenna band, uh, YouTube's McKenna band. Um, and I don't think we have a MySpace. You can find methane on Spotify. You can Apple Music, Amazon Music, Napster, if you fuck with Napster. <laughs> yes. And the then, uh, be pure there, volume? Too. Pure volume at all? Is it on Think? probably maybe Think? Pandora? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Our Pandora numbers are huge, bro. <laughs> The biggest Pandora band ever. McKenna. <laughs> did, you, did you see that meme that was going around where, where Trap played a strip club and they didn't even like fill the fucking room? No, I didn't see that. There was like a couple that was slow dancing like in the picture. Like they were like caressed in like what would have been the pit area. Uh-huh. Wow. I mean, I'm not shocked, you know, but uh, I mean, you know, that band had potential, but you know, Chris Taylor Brown, the lead vocalist, just ruined it <laughs> completely. So, all Chris I, Browns are terrible. What is it with Chris <laughs> Browns, man? I don't know what it is. I just remember, um, you know, the the three weeks that I spent with Trapped back in 2013. The and I think the lineup has changed, you know, since then. But literally, everyone in the band was so cool. Everyone was so nice, except for Chris Taylor Brown. He was just just completely different. He's just completely opposite of everyone else in that band. So, um it's a it's a bummer when you when you when you find like a really cool band and you meet them and spend time with them and they're not they're not at least like at the minimum cool people, you know. Right. Yeah. Oh they're yeah. Like the opposite. And it's like it's just a bummer. It even makes like I've never met anybody to make me like really shake like who, who like what bands I listen to, mm-hmm. but it must suck when you meet somebody and they're not that great. And you're like, wow, I don't even really want to listen to your music anymore. Yes. Like, yes, exactly. That's going to suck. Yeah, it, it does. But, uh, but yeah. Oh, well, <laughs> well, he did it. To oh, well. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Got all that Pandora money. He'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that Pandora money. Well, you know, it doesn't have as much as McKenna though. Cause like I said, McKenna is the Pandora band for sure. We're a, such a Pandora band. We owe them money. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Well, um, Steve, Dom, and Andre, thank you guys so much for uh, for doing this. This was fun. Steve, I'm glad you emailed me. And I was curious as to who I'd been chatting back and forth with. And I, I meant to ask like when we were emailing back and forth, and I totally forgot. So yeah, glad, absolutely. Uh, I'm glad fun. that you haven't had us on. It's been a blast. Yeah, yeah man. It was thank fun. you for having us on, man. Of course. I'm I'm just sorry it didn't happen sooner. So 
Nah, better, better sooner than late than never. I mean, right? True. Better now. Better. Now. I meant to say better now <laughs> than never. <laughs> better you go. Yeah. Yeah. Right. That's better late than never. Better late than never. Great. Big thoughts. Right. Big thoughts. <laughs> two two big thoughts for this time of the evening. My forehead's so big that that's why that's where I keep all the love for my homies. <laughs> that's what she said oh man all right guys you have a oh boy you guys have a great night all right all right you too man you same, brother thank you thank again you. man yeah you're very welcome all right bye yeah right. take care dude Thoroughly grateful for that conversation with Dom, Andre, and Steve of McKenna talking about their latest single, Habitual, which has a really deep meaning. So it it means a lot that Dom opened up about his struggle with opioids in the past and how they're trying to raise awareness about how dangerous they are and and how there's an epidemic, if you will, of opioid overdoses and uh, obviously addiction issues in in our country and the whole entire world, as Dom pointed out. I'm really glad to to have had them on the podcast to talk about it, and I think it's great what they're doing to raise awareness about that. So make sure you give Habitual a stream. It's available everywhere online, and you can follow, in case you didn't catch it, you can follow McKenna on social media, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. It's all at McKenna Band. And if you want to actually buy any of their music, go to McKennaBand.Bandcamp.com. And I'm sure you'll find a, a link to buy Habitual there. So that's it for this episode of Pop Punk and Pizza. I'm Jacques Lamore, your host. Thank you so much for being here as well. If you don't mind, if you could take a minute, this doesn't cost a thing. Please drop a positive rating and review on Apple Podcasts for Pop Punk and Pizza or wherever it is that you listen to podcasts. Drop us a a positive rating and review. It really does go a long way in in spreading the word about the podcast. If you want to financially support the podcast, you can uh, buy some merch today at poppunkpizzapod.com and you'll see a, a, a link there for merch. And once you get to the merch store and you select what you want, use that promo code POPPUNK at checkout to get $2 off your order. Truly appreciate that. Uh, there's some great gifts there, especially for Christmas time for that pop punk and pizza lover in your life. So um, poppunkpizzapod.com to snag those today. And obviously you can also catch up on previous episodes there as well. Um, if you want to reach out to me about being a guest on the podcast or getting your music submitted for possible playing on the podcast, you can also do that at poppunkpizzapod.com or shoot me an email at bangerangradio at gmail.com. Links to your music, your EPKs, your press pages, your one sheets, whatever you want to call them. Just send me all the information about your band as much as you possibly can to bangerangradio at gmail.com or poppunkpizzapod.com and I'll get back to you as as soon as I possibly can. I'm also in the process of rolling out uh, a sponsorship program for bands and actually for companies all around. Um, 
who want to advertise on the show. So uh, stay tuned for that. If we don't talk, have a wonderful Thanksgiving, but I do have a nice Thanksgiving gift for you. We are going to be putting out an episode on Thanksgiving because I I normally put out new episodes every Tuesday and every Thursday. So um, if all goes planned, Friend Circle is going to be our next band on the podcast, and that'll be dropping this coming Thursday on uh, Thanksgiving. We can have uh, some turkey together. Or we can just completely forget about turkey and just grab pizza because I would much rather eat pizza than turkey. No offense. <laughs> I mean, it only makes sense, right? This is pop punk and pizza. So um, so that'll be uh, dropping in a couple days. And I look forward to talking with you then. If not, have a wonderful Thanksgiving and just know that I am so thankful to have you here and to have you as a supporter of the podcast. Extremely thankful to all the guests and all the publicists and all the managers and all the other people involved with this podcast. So thankful for your support. You are loved more than you know. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I can't say it enough. Talk to you in a couple days. Hey, hello. It's nice to meet you. Hey, come in and have a slice.